Hey everybody, welcome to a very special episode of the Finger Guns podcast, detailing the PlayStation state of play in July 2021. My name is Roscoe. How are you doing? I'm joined by Miles Thompson. Hello once again. How are you, buddy? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Very disappointed, but we'll get into it, but uh, otherwise good. Good, good. It's only cats. Hello, how's it going? Good, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm all good. Had a lovely dinner today. Did you? Yeah. It was was the strangest thing, you know, because you were there. I was there? Yeah, it was so weird. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Miles was also there. You're kidding me. I know. So weird. And Toby, if he lived in Somerset still, he'd have been there too, but he's not. So we have him here on the Reaction Podcast instead. Make it happen, Toby. Make it happen. I feel really left out. (laughs) (laughs) It was spoons. It was fine. We can all use some onion rings next time if you want. Okay. All right. Fair. Mr. Toby, how are you doing? Apart from being left out of our uh, social gatherings. That is, that is my answer now. I feel <laughs> extremely left out. I come in to do this reaction and I didn't realise there was a special secret dinner going on. Yeah, I didn't know until, what, three hours ago. So it's uh, it's fine. Not fine, is it? It's all right, man. <laughs> it's okay. No, I'm going to be petulant and annoyed now. All right, <laughs> the fine. whole podcast. Fine. Fine. <laughs> the state of play made me feel that way anyway. So we'll just all do it together, shall we? Yeah, cool. Hey, Tobes, is it coming home? Uh, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most non-committal commitment I've ever had. <laughs> uh, what did you make of our tactical play against Denmark yesterday? Tactical play. I call mm. that really slow tap passing around the back end of the field. Boring. Yeah, pretty much. That's tactics, I guess. Yeah, I kept wanting them to just do what Denmark did, which is just the moment you get the ball, kick it out the other end really fast and go for it. But we never yeah. did. England don't play that way. No. Very British when it comes to our football. <laughs> right, let's talk about the state of play. I'll go from the top. Miles, what did you make of PlayStation's state of play? I mean, let's be honest, it was pretty disappointing, wasn't it? Like, it just wasn't. I wasn't expecting loads, but I at least wanted something that was going to like at least grab my attention and nothing did. It was one of those where like a lot of the games just felt very like, oh, that looks okay, cool. I'll probably try that if it's on PS Plus. Um, I think there are a couple of games that I was interested in. The only thing that really surprised me was that Death Stranding's uh, director's cut actually has a lot more to it um, than it initially looked, which we'll go into, I'm sure. But yeah, other than that, I just death loop we've already seen a couple of times before. So there was nothing that I really thought they were going to do something at the end of like, oh, and by the way, here's our showstopper for this one. And there just wasn't anything like that. So, mm. yeah, I think I've come out of it feeling pretty underwhelmed, if I'm being honest. Yeah. That's a shame. Cool. Nice, nice conversation, Miles. Uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> it was a shame. It was a shame. Thank you, Toby. But that was God, the end. A shame. Sorry. Uh, Kat, what did you make of the state of play? <laughs> I was giggling away then. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty underwhelmed. I remember last year and I remember, I actually screamed. I remember screaming at the TV and I remember a lot of gasps because obviously they opened with GTA 5, which originally I thought was going to be GTA 6, which was fine. You know, it was great. The excitement was there. We had, you know, with Kina, we had, we had Stray, we had... God of War, we had Forbidden West, we had a PS5 kind of, because PS5 wasn't out by then, and it was just, 
every single game was like, oh, what's that? Oh, that's shiny. Oh, what's that? Oh, what's that? And this time, I don't know, like, I, I, call a spade a spade. You did the same thing as E3. You were just as disappointing. Xbox win. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't. I just don't understand. Like, you're gonna sit there and re- like write a statement about three years ago and say, "Oh, we're just gonna we're gonna shy away from E3 because it's not really our vision." No, no, you're doing the exact same thing. You're just trying to be poncy about it. And the thing is, if you're not gonna do anything showstoppery, you know, then 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 why are you kind of hyping? You know, there was all this silence for ages, and then what? Two days ago, they announced they were doing the state of play, which makes you think, yeah. And fair enough, they actually they kind of managed expectations a little bit, and I really respect that. Although I don't, you know, I'm not excited by it. I really respect the fact that they were like, do you know what, guys? It, it's not going to really have any God of War or Forbidden West, but that doesn't mean they couldn't have showed other games like Miles was saying we've seen Deathloop mm-hmm. um we we could have seen more Stray we could have seen a lot more games from last year I don't know I just I'm comp- I remember how I felt last year about this state of play and I'm kind of comparing it to this year and I'm like are there really any games that I'm like oh I'm so excited for this next year of PS you know PlayStation comparing my reaction to Bethesda and Xbox or I was like shit I don't have an Xbox wow I should punch myself in the face as punishment because I (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so so that's my I guess overall reaction I do have you know I've got some positive things to say about some of the games but overall I expected more from PlayStation I love that reaction what's your reaction to state of play Xbox is one e3 yes just your official official statement I love it like you tried, to, you tried to stay away. You tried to be the cool kid that's like, we're not going to do your thing anymore. Uh, we're going to do our own thing, but it's kind of going to be exactly the same, but we'll be cooler. No, sorry. No, sorry. Mm. Ball's in your court, PlayStation, and you fucking put it out. You are Wimbledon, but you put your strawberries and your cream and it went moldy. There. Wow. There's a metaphor right <laughs> wow, there. Wow, that's a there metaphor. Talk about dropping the mic at the end. I uh. love it. Damn. Oof. Reaction team are back. I love it. I love uh, the reaction team. Yes. <laughs> uh, Dobes, are you in the? Uh, are you in a similar court? <laughs> I'm not, not sure I can follow. All that similar that. court. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that, Ross. Thank you, Miles. Thank you. I'll go on Central Court. Um, you serve that gloriously. Oh, oh. I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's what I do best. Sorry, Toby. We're talking over you. You done? Please are carry done? on. Yeah, I am done. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to get a lucky thing in there. Carry on. <laughs> so, um, I two was comparing it to last year i know there's been a couple of state of plays you know they're, they're not just once a year but um i was comparing it to last year at the same sort of time and thinking how excited i was then i was uh doing well i was doing the same as sean all the way through the uh you know the reaction uh, that we did we were going what's this what's this really really interested really really excited about every new thing that came up and it was just a an hour of glorious stuff wasn't it, it was, like you say, Kena, Kena, or Kena, or how you say that name, um, Stray, Ghostwire Tokyo, all these different things that came up. And then this time, not even an update on all of those, let alone some new stuff. There was hardly anything that was new. Almost, what, two things maybe that were new? Um, maybe three? That's not much for a state of play that 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 was billed as. I mean, it's not billed as being anything exciting, but it was billed as you know, it's meant to be. It's meant to have something in it, not not just an absolute, just an update. That was all it was. Um, I'm really disappointed that despite there being no updates on a release date for um, Little Devil Inside that's meant to come out this month, it wasn't even on there. 
uh, no stray, despite the, having uh, frames of stray gameplay on the teaser, and no Ghostwire Tokyo, no chorus, no loads of things. I know we weren't expecting Ghost of uh, Ghost of War, uh, God of War, uh, you know, two or Ragnarok, um, and so I wasn't going in there thinking I would get it, but I was expecting some new stuff. Nothing new. I knew about almost every single one of these games. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was a. Uh... It was a profound disappointment. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm on. I'm in the same court. I'm afraid. Just batting the ball back to Sony and saying, "Well, go on then." Wow. Look at us. Yeah. Hmm? Go on then. Check this out. I love it. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> Fight me, Sony. Come on. Fight me. <laughs> uh, right then. What about you, uh, Roscoe? What do you think? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean. Cheers. It wasn't. It, I wasn't expecting anything. I was expecting a stray release date. Didn't get that. Um, that's due in October, apparently. But no word of that. Um, there is meant to be a, an Annapurna Interactive event at the end of the month. Maybe they fed. Uh, yeah, maybe they kept it for that. Yeah, maybe. I hope so because I want to know what that game is. We saw that trailer in the state of play last year, and nothing since. Literally oh, nothing. No. I got two frames of gameplay the other day. Mm. I've seen a cat jumping up a wall. I've seen it. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Day one. Yeah, but yeah, I can't wait for that event because that's a game that I'm really looking forward to. It sounds really intriguing. Um, but yeah, this was just a... It was a big ball of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 games that I'm not going to play. Oh. And <laughs> it's just like... Right. I think I still okay. play some of them. But yeah. I God, I wish I stayed in the pub, to be honest with you. Uh, right then, let's do a rundown. Um, we kicked off with a sequel to Moss, which was a surprise. Um, I don't know if you guys, uh, this is a PSVR exclusive. I don't know if you've been able to play it at all, but the first Moss is fantastic. So a sequel coming out is going to be great for PSVR because the first one was really, really great. And it looks just as awesome. Uh, Miles, did you uh, did, this, did this make you want to get a PSVR? I actually have a PSVR, which I bought specifically just to play Beat Saber. Yeah. Man, I get so many PSVR codes. You should have told me. Oh, to be fair, I've played Dude. a handful of games on VR, and I actually really like it. But like I said, I've mostly just played Beat Saber on it, so I didn't. I even got. Know a, what I got. A, I got. A, hey, we got Sniper Elite VR coming to PSVR this week. Do you want what? It's like, well, no, because nobody's got a VR. I mean, Sean's got a VR, but he doesn't really use it anymore. Uh okay. All right, hit me up with the VR codes. I'll take Damn them. it, Miles! I'll take them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> God, I kind of forget about it to be honest. If you didn't like, buy me a pint earlier, I'd be so pissed at you right now. <laughs> what other secret consoles have you got? Go <laughs> I have a five year old Samsung Android. <laughs> That's not oh. a console, <laughs> it could be if it was cloud gaming. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it does. Um, did you manage to play the first Moss? No, I literally had no idea what this game was. Um, it looked kind of cool um and obviously from what you described in the first one it does sound pretty decent actually would you yeah, i take great. it you'd recommend that i pick it up and have a look at it oh big time yeah it's a great game it's hmm. one of one of the psvr highlights for sure Ooh, I was, i'd say with astrobot that beat saber astrobot yeah that's about it really yeah <laughs> i was gonna say beat saber was pretty much my life for a good two months maybe um blood and truth as well oh yeah i played that one yeah that that's awesome good. Gave me a lot of motion sickness, though. And Tumble VR. I will stand by this. Tumble VR is a game where you put blocks on top of each other, and that's it. But in VR, it is unfucking real how unbelievably fun that game is. Uh, I'm because gonna, like, I'm there's like a out. table in front of you, and 
all the things are piling up in front of you, but you can walk around the table, you can look in, you can, there's the depth perception. Oh, it's so good. And yeah, it's well worth having a look. I'm sold. I'll check it out. Do it, man. Do it. It'll change your life forever. <laughs> It'll finally make me use my VR. It will. Um, yeah, I had one for a while and then uh, I played Call of Duty in VR and I threw up. So I got oh, rid of damn. it. Fortunately, I got rid of it in the time where they were really scarce. And so I managed to make all of my money back. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Which was lovely. Yeah, uh, it's so not a cheap piece of cat, unfortunately. Definitely not. Um, cat, where are you with VR? Is there something um, that you want to try or have tried or like to try? I've or? I've I've played Miles's. Uh, when he got Beat Saber, he invited a couple of friends around and he also had this other game. What was that? Hot Shot? Was it Hot Shot? Super Hot. That one super was hot. Oh, that super one, hot. It, yeah, that's a really good game. And I did enjoy it. Um, Miles actually lost a lot of weight from Beat Saber. It was ridiculous. True story. Yeah. Um, so I'd kind of want it for that, to be honest with you. If it's going to be a fun workout game to panic at the disco, then I'm, I'm here for it. Um, the price was always kind of a deal breaker for me, just for kind of one game. Um, it's not something that I'd roll out in the future. Um, Stuart Little, the game looks great. I mean, it looks cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Lulz. yeah, not on, not on my radar right now. Uh, but if I got a VR, I'd probably give it a shot. Does yeah. it look awful? No, I mean, the first one was really fun. So it's very uh, similar to Astrobot in a way because it has that perspective where you're yeah. kind of watching the, the, the game happen around you. Oh, yeah, I love that. Some of that, yeah, it's really cool. Uh, Tobes, I know you haven't delved into PSVR. Would you True. like to? Bit of moss? Uh, yes, but I don't think moss convinced me, to be honest. Um, it, it looked like a nice little mouse adventure for kids. Um, I don't think that was much to convince me to buy a £300 machine or a, or a PSVR 2 whenever that comes out as well. Um, I need I need some far more adult looking and interesting games than this. Bit of Half Life Alex. Bit of Half Life Alex, yes, exactly. Something much more like that. Yeah. That Blood and that. Truth thing looked just about good enough as well. That one looked cool. I reckon that'll be on PSVR too. I really do. Well, let's hope so, because then that might well be a system seller. But yeah. this this on its own, no. I, I've actually got Moss One sitting on my PlayStation Library because I just claimed it at some point when it was free. Mm. Um but no, I've never played them. Okay. Uh, yeah, Moss Book 2 looks, uh, looks great. So if you've got a PSVR, look out for it because there's I not said a it huge... didn't look great. <laughs> I'm saying it looks great. All right, so deal with it. No. <laughs> My word is final. I'm the host. I'm oh, okay. okay. God, that's how that works. Um, I've never played Beat Saber. This is, this is a shocking game in my back catalogue that I've never played. I'd love to. So, Miles, I'm coming over to play Beat Saber. All right, set it up. Yeah, I've even got like all the expansion packs as well, all the soundtrack packs, whatever you call them. Oh, sweet. Um, so it's like Linkin um, Park, Panic at the Disco, all sorts. Any of my chemical romance? No, uh, no, don't think so. <laughs> Sorry. All right, fine. If you, you can't do Black Parade, what's the point? Yeah, I really I mean, want to do Black Parade and Beat Saber. How much fun is that? <laughs> I think, uh, um, if you get the PC version, you can get like mods of basically any song that you want. Oh, interesting. Just need a £3,000 PC to play VR games. Yep. <laughs> awesome. And an Oculus Quest. Excellent. Easy. <laughs> yeah, easy stuff. Um, and then we got a look at a game called Arcadegeddon, which is a brilliant name. Um, it looks like a third-person kind of neon shooter, or a first-person, sorry, Kat, uh, shooter, which is... Such a face. <laughs> <laughs> which is available uh, now on Early Access um, on PS5, and it's coming out fully in 2022. Uh, Miles, a, cardi- uh, a, a, a cardigan, not a cardigan, Arcadegeddon. 
I like the what did you make it? A cardigan. A it's cardigan. just a cardigan now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cardigan. a cardigan. It's not even a game. It's just a, nice a cardigan. Warm one. Yeah. A nice warm cardigan. Knitted, knitted by your grandma. <laughs> um, this was the Fortnite um, sort of looking. It had the same kind of like aesthetic. The Fortnite was. Was it that one? Uh, no. no. Hell's yeah, yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I've literally I think it was the straight out of Fortnite. Yeah, I've written, like the... I've written Neon Fortnite. Yeah, yeah that was it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it looks, again, I'm not really a big fan of, like, the those kind of style games. It looked fine. It's probably something I would play for, like, an hour or two, and then I probably wouldn't play much more of it anyway. Um, but it looked kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, I just don't really think it was for me, that one. Okay. Uh, Cap? Yeah, the, the only note I put for this was straight out of Fortnite. <laughs> I've not played Fortnite, but it, it was straight, like out Fortnite. Of Fortnite. straight out of Fortnite. Straight out of Fortnite. With again, no Vaseline. Out. What? <laughs> with no Vaseline. Straight out <laughs> of Fortnite with no Vaseline. <laughs> I'm on my own there, aren't I? Okay, it was an Ice Cube reference. But it certainly right. was. <laughs> I love the commitment to it, though, Toby. You went in no hesitation. I was like, oh my god, go, Toby's yeah. joined my OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, like Miles, I'd probably play a couple of hours. I think it would be good with friends. I think solo, it would probably feel like a shit time. But um, I reckon if you had a, the, the good, a good group, maybe, you know, some snacks, a beer, mm. it would be pretty good fun. It looks it looks quite good. But yeah, if, if I didn't have friends to play, oh, I don't have friends anyway. But no, I'm kidding. Um, I have friends. Um, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting right here. What's going on? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'd give it a go. Um, I won't knock it until I try it. But um, I don't know if it's something that I'm hooked on or, you know, gasping to play. Sure. Sure. I think it looks quite fun. It's not currently available on PS5. I did just had a quick look on this store. It's not coming up yet. But uh, when it does, I will, uh, I will jump in and see what it's like. Sounds like fun. Um, right, then we had Tribes of... Mid- no, sorry, Tobes, what did you make of a cardigan? A cardigan. A card... I can't say it. Arcadigan. There you go. Um, nothing more that's not been already said, but I'm just uh, quit, uh, curious what early access for PlayStation is. Is that just a beta, just an alpha build or a beta build or something that Presumably, people can get? Presumably, yeah. Because if you call it early access on PlayStation, I mean, that is a thing, early access. It's on Steam, though. Yeah, it's on Steam and Xbox Game Preview, I suppose. But They're just yeah. all calling it early access now. Pretty much. Pretty much. But yeah, right. not... I, thought, I thought they were doing something there, and it seems that it's not actually. Oh, there it is. Found it. Uh, right. Tribes of Midgard, a 10-player survival action RPG. Um, we're going to start with Toby on this one. Is this your kind of jam? Uh, so this looked better than it has on previous trailers. Um I'm not a massive fan of a survival action RPG, but there were things in there that looked fun. Um, the graphics looked a lot better on this particular trailer, so I wonder if what I saw previously was you know, a much earlier build. Um, there's some fun-looking you know, avatars and, and, and things you can put together. It looked like you could build a pretty fun little area and then defend it from these weird giants and stuff. Um, so you know, there, there, were, there were fun elements to it, but because it's a 10-player you know, survival thing, it's not really my type of game. Um, and that will put, you know, it'll put a lot of people off the moment you put the word survival in the title. You know, there is a lot, large group of us that don't like that. But there's a plenty large group enough who do. So it's fine. Um, again, similar to the cardigan game, there, you know, if you've got a big group of mates or you've got some online friends who like to gang up together, then, you know, you could play it and you can have your 10 players 
this is the trouble when you've not got enough mates on that on, on that particular console it's hard to even get a ghost of tsushima four player run going you know but 10 players <laughs> that's even harder yeah yeah it doesn't look like uh something i would jump into uh miles what did you make a trials of midgard I've actually been clocking this one for a couple of months or so now. I actually I do quite like the look of it. It gives me um it's quite a similar kind of gameplay style as kind of Diablo in terms of the kind of top down using abilities and basic attacks and all sorts of stuff. Um and I played the hell out of Diablo three. So it's kind of been something that does look quite similar to that and that's got me interested. And I think I think like Toby said, if you can get a group of friends together who are on the same console and you can kind of do different classes um and just kind of jump in and spend a bit of time together and you know just wail on some monsters and stuff, I think it'll actually be quite a good time and it could be quite a time sink for people who are into it. I quite like its art style. I think like Toby said it definitely looked better this time around. So I think they've really tried to up their game given that it's out relatively soon. But yeah, it's something that I reckon I would pick up. I probably wouldn't buy it for like a full price or particularly expensive. I'd probably wait for like a bit of a sale or for it to go on deal or something. But if a couple of people jumped on it and were like, oh, this is good, I'd be like, cool, let's go. Um, yeah, I think I'm I'm quite intrigued by it. Nice. Uh, Kat, is this your sort of thing? Yeah, you know, I think I mentioned it last week on the pod. Um, I'm really looking forward to this game. And like Toby, if you put a, the word survival into a game, I'm immediately turned off. I'm like, nah. This reminds me of a very specific game that I cannot remember the name of that was on Xbox and it was a bunch of orcs and they used to fart for their superpowers and I don't know what it's called and if you know what it's called Greg's probably screaming at the podcast right now um, <laughs> but it was a really good game and it was a really fun game of friends and it almost is like that easy starter to di- like Diablo it, it kind of is that kind of like cartoony-esque nice art style you know I really like the fact that they kind of took a little bit of a deeper dive into the classes and they said you know that that would you know you can mix and match your team up you know because you you have skill trees for each class and I thought that was a nice touch um I like the idea of a season pass as well for it you know it makes sure that it doesn't get stale as long as the season pass isn't you know 15 pound a month or whatever they want to do if it's behind like a huge pay payroll then that's going to turn a lot of people off but it's not normally a game that I would go for, but it is a game that I've kind of has kind of caught my interest. They've got that wolf saga kind of element to it as well, and you can pet the wolf. So I mean, I'm all in. It's, you know, day one, game uh, of yeah, the year. day one, game of the year. I, if I can pet the animal, then you know, I'm in. But yeah, yeah. I, I think I think this is one that I'm probably gonna gonna want to jump into. And like Miles was saying, you know, with friends, it's gonna be. I wouldn't play it solo, so with friends, it'd be great. I think equally what Toby was saying, having 10 friends to find to play on the game is a little bit excessive um, because it is hard enough to, you know, get a co-op with a couple of mates. Um, but yeah, this is probably the one out of the whole um, showcase that I kind of thought, yeah, that's that's still on my radar. Nice. Was, was your orc game called Orc Attack Flatulent Rebellion? Fuck yeah, it was. Absolutely. And do you know what? Great game. Great game. I literally Googled farting orc game and it came up straight <laughs> it's away. It's such a good game. It's, I'm embarrassed that's on my history. It really reminds me of the art style. It's kind of very similar art style, except, um, yeah, it's just such a good game. It's just, it's just such a stupid, great game. Like, hmm. It's really good. And they had all like different classes and uh, different stuff and your different powers for what your farts could do and some of them burped. And it was silly, but just so much fun. And that's what this kind of reminds me of. Sounds awesome. Being able to possess farts is one of my favourite things in any video game. <laughs> Absolutely. That was Abe. Abe's Exodus, wasn't it? 
Ross, oh. what did you think of this? Nah, I'm not going to play it. <laughs> uh, Why? Right. Let's don't like it. Let's <laughs> move on to the Toby game 2022. Fist forged in Shadow Torch. <laughs> Toby, all I could do when I was watching this was going, oh my God, Toby's going to fall in love with this. What well, do you make of it? This, this was not new to me. Um, by a of long course shot. it wasn't, you bloody so, anthro furry man. <laughs> um, I'd seen this, what was it? There was a, either a state of play or something, maybe February, March time. Was that, it a furry con? Did it had a little tiny bit of this. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Something mainstream, promise. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm definitely down for this. Um, this is my highlight, probably. Um, steampunk, 2D, but 3D, anthro craziness, really. There, there's a rabbit who talks like he's a really old man. Um, he's got a fist that is as big as him, and it's made of like mech. And it can combo with it like no one's business. It looks really, really cool. It looks like it's got a bit of a fun narrative to it with some very old school, like noir bits to it and um, Kung Fu stuff to it. There's some other interesting looking anthro characters in there. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really down for that. There was, uh, and finally a release date as well. That's the first time there's been a release date for that. So September the 7th. Amazing. A rabbit to the adventure. It's just Toby all over. He's not just a rabbit. He's like, you know, like an old sensei rabbit, but with no, a mech arm. Yes. The best of rabbits. That's the best rabbit. The best really. kind of rabbits. Uh, Kat, what did you make of uh, Fist? Yeah, it looks cool. Like Fist. Got to be careful how you say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's on the only, only fans, that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, the game version of Fist. <laughs> uh, my notes literally said, Toby's game, it's a rabbit. Fist, and that's 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 all I really put. Um, and I be I careful about it. googling rabbit fist as well. Yeah, and Toby, Toby's fit, Toby's rabbit fist. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ, where is this going? Oh Toby's God. rabbit, Toby's fist. rabbit fist. God. <laughs> um, but I, oh, the next sentence was going to be weird. I was like, I thought of you during this game. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, it looks really cool. Actually, I know what you mean. It kind of feels like it had a lot of elements to it. It looked cool. Yeah, uh, fine. It's not something that I I didn't know of it before, um, mm. but I know that Toby's going to be the first one and then to review it. Um, hopefully so, he won't be as disappointed as Biomutant. Uh, so you saw Fist and thought of Toby? Yes. I like that. That's really sweet. Yeah, I like it that. Is. Yeah, really sweet. Really <laughs> heartfelt, actually. <laughs> uh, Miles, what did you make of uh, Toby's rabbit fist? <laughs> I answer that. <laughs> Oh, Wait, can we rename the game Toby's Rabbit Fist? Yeah, all right, dubbed cool. and it's done. So Toby's Rabbit Fist, yeah. I thought it was um I the first thing I noticed is that the backdrops to the levels actually looked really good. Um I found myself like looking into like the backgrounds and stuff and it was really quite striking, which I really liked. Um the combat system kind of reminded me of like um it's like a 2D 3D obviously side scrolling adventure game. Um but like it reminded me a bit of uh, Devil May Cry 5 with Nero's different um buster arms that you can have. Um, and it reminded me of like the different combos that you can have with them and the different like special abilities you would use. Um, and as I was watching, I was like, this has got some very like subtle DMC kind of combat vibes to it. And um, if it is like that, and if it does have that kind of combat system to it, I'll probably really enjoy it because um, I really like that kind of that depth of swapping out different like abilities and attacks and stuff. And it just looked really like 
um hard hitting like when you connected like a special attack it looked like it was going to do damage and i was like yeah i love that kind of thing so yeah i'm definitely going to keep my eye on it it looks promising so yeah i liked it awesome yeah i thought it looked pretty cool uh visually it looked really nice and there are some interesting character design so it's uh yeah probably of everything it's my most excited game i think and it's uh, it looks cool uh then we got into a battle royale uh, which is coming to ps plus on August the 3rd, called Hunter's Arena Legends. Um, and I can probably assume how this is going to go on the pod, but I'm going to put it out there anyway. Cat, um, what did you make of Hunter's Arena Legends? Or should I say, Hunter's Arena Legends? Yeah, they were, they were super cheesy about that, weren't they? They were like, yeah. get it now, Hunter's Arena, do you dare to play? It was very, very, very cheesy. Um, I actually thought it looked pretty good. I actually really liked the environment style. And then they randomly showed like some sort of dude with a duck cosmetic on. And I was like, well, now you've lost me now because it, it, it was really out of place. Um, they, yeah, they showed all this like really nice kind of succinct, smooth stuff. And then down this bridge, this duck, this fat guy in a duck rubber suit comes on. And I'm like, what am I watching? Is this a different game? Um, but oh, I don't love Battle Royals. I might, you know, if it was on PS Plus, I'd give it a bash. It's not something I'm going to buy though. But yeah, that's cool enough. Well, it is on PS Plus. Well, yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah. Well, then there you go. Then I actually think I said that out loud. I was like, oh, it's coming on PS Plus, and I was like, oh no, they're probably just talking about the subscription. But yeah, who knows? Um, (laughs) Well, I do. I just said it's coming on PS Plus. You know. Well, yeah. So then I might give it a go, but yeah, but who knows, Roscoe? Really? (laughs) Who knows? Who really knows? I wrote it down. It's there. It's 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 staring at the information. Is staring at me right now. There you go. Okay. Well, but who knows, really? Let's agree to disagree, yeah? Yeah. All right, fine. But maybe, maybe it's not. (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, But yeah, I mean, do we need another Battle Royale? Do we? Toby, do we need another Battle Royale? We need a Battle Royale of 100 Battle Royale games to battle it out and see who's the best one. I'm not sure it'll be Hunter's Arena Legends. Um, So, though I quite liked the really cheesy... Hunter's Arena stuff. It was that was really fun. Um, the game. So that's a really boring arena. A uh, really boring name. Hunter's Arena. Uh, that tells me nothing. I hate titles like that. Um, there's some hunters and there's an arena. I mean, ugh, that is bad naming. Um, it looks. If if I didn't already know what it was, like a battle royale game, it looks nice. It looks like very presentable. Lots of fun stuff you can do with your characters. Very Apex Legends and Fortnite in that respect. And it's melee instead of, you know, all being a third person shooter or um, or first person. So in that respect, it's slightly different. Um, but there's there is a whole raft of melee battle royale games coming out, and so it's going to find itself right in the middle of a bunch of other games. Um, that are all releasing in the next few months or have already just released. Um, well, August 3rd, they said, didn't they? So, yeah. Yes. It'll probably be a relatively okay one. And, yeah, like 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 um, Kat said, if it's on PS Plus, which I think it is, but I'm not 100% sure, um, <laughs> <laughs> then I'll give it a go. <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, Miles, what did you make of Hunter's Arena? Didn't like this at all. Honestly, did not like it one bit um i think this was the one where i was watching it and it's like the animation transitions just didn't really work like they do uh like an attack and then you literally see like the frames move the character model to the next animation and i was like that needs a lot of work because if that's how that's going to play that just looks 
jank and I wasn't a big fan. And I was willing to just let it go and just kind of let the game pass me by and not really tune into it. And then the announcer did the Hunter's Arena at the end. And I was like, great, well, you're, that's shit. I'm not, I'm not playing that. Um, <laughs> it just felt to me like the equivalent of like gaming white noise. Like this is the kind of game that will have a player base for a couple of weeks and then it will kind of die out pretty quickly, I think. It just doesn't have anything particularly that seems unique to me or worth that's going to be worth sticking around for. Um, so yeah, it's one that I kind of clocked for about half the trailer and I was like, nope, this is not something I'm going to play even if it is for free on Plus. So I'm going to pass that one by, I think. Wow. Throwing the gauntlet down there. Yeah, not a fan. Mm, okay, uh, what did you think, Ross? Yeah. I, as we discussed earlier, I'm already far too deep into one by Ariel. I can't take on another one. To be honest, so I'll be committing to more challenges every week. You could, you yes, could swap up and change from Fortnite. I can't. I'm too deep. I can't. I can't. I'm way too deep in the lore and the story now. There's so the law. There's lore in a story. <laughs> yes, there is, Toby. Actually, <laughs> I literally just thought the exact same thing. The I was fuck? like, story? <laughs> No, I don't. I don't believe you. That's what I'm saying. Um, no. it's, it's not that I'm interested, and I might try it out because it's got lore in a story. I just don't believe you. <laughs> there's, there's no such thing in that game. <laughs> there's a reason for everything that happens on the island. And yeah, yeah. They tie it in with in-game challenges, and you that's you puddle can... deep lore. That is. You can leave, oh shut! Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I know nothing. <laughs> you said you were deep, so there's only a puddle fun. to get deep in. <laughs> well, it's fun. So. <laughs> what the fuck, do you want from me? Um, and then we had a look at—I don't know how to pronounce this. Is it Sifu? 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 A a action adventure which was absolutely obliterated by Lost Judgment not five minutes later. But uh, what do you think of this one, Tobes? Um, I don't think this was obliterated by Lost Judgment. Um, I I like the look of this. The animations on this look really, really cool. Um, so there's transitions between combos and such that they're doing. Um, you know, so it's, it's a kung fu game, isn't it? I, I'm very interested to see how that um, how that works. If it's like a you know like a Batman style um, button prompts, or if it's something you know, how, how does that um, actually work? But the transitions, as I say, between between moves were smooth and fluid. Everything seemed to be very, very high frame rates. Uh, there was um, of, of some of it looked cinematic. Some of it looked like gameplay. I couldn't tell half the time whether it was the game or not. Um, but then every now and again, he'd do moves that were like, clearly that is a transition over a ledge or, you know, that's a move from that point to that point, picking up a weapon. And every time it was like, that is like uncharted level smooth. That is like Last of Us level animations. They've animated every single part of that from what whatever angle you come at, he'll pole vault that thing or or whatever it is in the most like natural way. Um, so yeah, I, I I think it's a very interestingly, you know, like a very well animated looking game. Whether it plays as well as it looks, I'm not sure. But yeah, I, I, it's one of those ones where I think again it looks like it might be coming to, you know, PS Plus and stuff. They've been they've been talking about it like it's a very sort of exclusive thing like that. It's a little bit of a small game like like the type that might go onto PS Plus. Um, the only thing that's really disappointing with that was it, it said uh, end of 2021, then suddenly early 2022. 2022, yeah, yeah. So there's a bit of a wait on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles, what did you make of this one? Yeah, I was actually really similar to Toby. I think if um, if the game comes out and it plays as good as it looked in this trailer, then I think it could be something quite cool. Um, 
but like Toby, I'm a bit skeptical as to how much of it was actual kind of gameplay that you'll be able to pull off, you know, using your actual inputs or whether it's kind of scripted stuff happening as part of not necessarily a cutscene, but like in, in, in battle kind of animation kind of thing happening or going on. Um, but I like the premise of it. I think it looks cool. It kind of reminded me of like if the raid and John Wick had a baby and just forgot to bring guns to it, to the party. Um, and I absolutely love the raid. I think if they can pull off that idea of you being this badass kind of martial arts master against like a bunch of chumps and just smashing loads of people's heads in like the coolest way possible, I think it could be something really interesting. And yeah, I think I'll be keeping my eye on this one because if it comes out and it's the right price and it's manages to live up to the potential that they showed in this trailer, then yeah, I think it will be quite a good game. Nice. Uh, Kat, is this your kind of thing? Um, no, not really. <laughs> Um, the the only fighting game I'm really good at is Tekken, um, and I would suck at this because every time you die, it appears that you get older. So I reckon in about six and a half seconds, I'd suddenly be 105, and then I would die even more. So hmm. yeah, I think it's got a really cool concept. I think it's you know that, that's a pretty cool, unique kind of, I guess, gameplay style. Um, it looks cool, like it looked very smooth, just like Toby Mar said. Um, it's not for me, but I actually quite liked the way that they showed that it was going to be delayed. I think that's kind of what we're expecting in most games now. Um, and it kind of, I don't know why, but it just made me go, huh, because of the way they did it. It kind of wasn't, they, they weren't kind of shoving it in your face. They weren't kind of hiding away from it. They were like, yeah, our bad. It's going to be in 2022 now. Um, and they kind of owned it. So, I mean, fair play to them for that. I mean, if it's going to, if it looks that smooth now, I'm sure it's going to be a great game when it comes out. So, yeah. Was the transition from 2021 to 2022 the same transition as his aging changing? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and also, do we work out, was that him dying every time he did it? And did the character model seem to get older? Because I couldn't tell. I think it was. Yeah. I think the idea is that. I think his hair was getting like His hair was getting grayer. That's why I thought. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering about his hair. Yeah. And so I didn't, I wasn't quite sure, but I was like, oh, I'll say it anyway, because I think that's where they're going with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would literally be like 70 within like 10 minutes. And I'd be like, fuck this game. And then I would turn my PS5 off. Game <laughs> over, start again. <laughs> no, but you're four now. So you can start right Yeah, the if it went the other way around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be great. The Benjamin Button of like wrestling, like fighting games. <laughs> it reminds me a little bit of like a modern version of Streets of Rage or something, you know, where it, it, it's sort of like a, it, it's that style mm. of game. Yeah. But at the same time, it seems very like a dance almost like Batman is, which is yeah. why I mentioned that. You know, when you when you have to press certain prompts because you know someone's yeah. coming at you from behind. So or like sleeping dogs. Counter. Yeah, well, yes, but not not the style of game that that is, but, but no. the, the type of the type uh, story of that that is, yeah. yeah. If it's just Batman, though, I think that Batman can become a little bit button bashy and it's kind of like, oh, this guy's behind me. Oh, wait a minute. Whereas... And I think if that was that for the whole game, so like 15, 16 hours, that would probably get very tedious. PlayStation would have to put, you know, a bug support patch out on a bloody controller again. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see what it kind of turns into because we only saw that kind of room and then we flipped over the ledge, but yeah. All right. It looks like one of those games that I'm not really too fussed about it right now, but if I get it in my hands, I'm going to love it. Um, so yeah, yeah. keep an eye on it. Um, and then we have a look at a space exploration game called Jet at the Far Shore, which is due in 2021. And yeah, it kind of gave me Haven vibes. It was kind of a weird introduction. The voiceover lady went, ready to explore an alien planet. It's like, well, I've done that a million times. So what exactly are you going to show me here? And it kind of gave me 
Haven and No Man's Sky vibes, kind of like combining the two. Um, I don't know if that was just me. Uh, Miles, what do you reckon? Yeah, I certainly got No Man's Sky type vibes from it. It didn't particularly interest me. I thought graphically it wasn't all that impressive. Even like the art style just wasn't, you know, these types of games, they tend to have quite unique or quite like, um, they might not have the highest graphical fidelity, but, you know, art style wise, they'll do something quite unique to make it stand out. And this one just felt very kind of meh, quite kind of generic. And it just kind of took away that, that sense of exploration for me. It just doesn't look like a game that i'll want to spend a lot of time in or even really want to play at all to be honest um and i think part of that is because i tried no man's sky quite soon after its release and i've tried it twice since and i've never been able to get into that type of game where you just kind of get in a spaceship and just go roaming around and it does have very similar kind of vibes or kind of style to it um yeah it just i don't know if it just wasn't that impressive or if it just didn't sit particularly well with me but yeah i kind of came out of that trailer and i was a bit like meh i probably won't be playing that one i don't think mm, yeah uh Kat? yeah it, it's, it's not for me i don't love the look of it i don't know if anyone else felt this but it kind of and i also wrote down that it kind of gave me no man's sky vibes as well so you're not alone there ross um but i think for me it looked like it had like two different art styles it kind of felt like they'd started making it and they'd designed it one way and then they kind of progressed into the game and then for other areas it looks completely different so like at first it looked like a very cutesy type flower type journey kind of cute game and then all of a sudden it turned into like a very geographical this is my screen and this is my attacking radius kind of crap and I was just like well that was very different to how it looked just a minute ago um and I don't know if that was on purpose I don't know if that was just me who saw that um yeah strange um had more of kind of a scaled back design and then you know it'd be floating through the sea with sparkles everywhere and I was like what decide what you're doing please um I think it's really impressive they only have three devs on it so that's quite impressive with what they could show because they did show quite a lot I actually remember this game going on for quite a couple of minutes um but yeah it's not my kind of jam i'm afraid um, i'm not into that no man's sky-esque stuff did you play no man's sky um i played it for about 30 minutes about like right at the start probably before the before the kind of dev overhaul um mm. but yeah it didn't make me want to go back into it. i do know people who swear by it my brother swears by it um uh friend who every single time i go around her house, her partner's playing it, um, but that's just not just not one for me. Yeah, that's fair. I've jumped on kind of every time there's been a big update, mm. and I've always been curious about what they added and stuff. And it's always fun and exciting, but I just it just I can't stick with it. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I lose it. I lose. It. I'm like, okay, well, I'm doing this and I'm doing that, and then I'm I'll go over here, and then it's like, cool. What now? And I just, I just don't care. Mm. <laughs> It's because it's got no story and no plot. Literally, it's just like exploring empty space. Which that's is why. Fine. That's why I'm bored of it. Uh, so yeah. I play. I play uh, No Man's Sky for an hour, and then I'll be like, "Okay, this is boring. There's nothing to do. Yeah, there like is a million I... things to do, but there's yeah. Nothing to do. If I had a raging headache, then maybe it'd be good. You know, if I have like right, I need a game that I want to play that I don't care about that I just need to do nothing with. You know, I don't need to think about. Yeah, it's good for people who've got um. Some some people can play these games and, and find that they create their own stories yeah, as well. Absolutely. And I and I just can't. I don't do it. Yeah, I respect it that. Work for me. 
yeah a lot of people will create their own kind of they'll they'll mass themselves into the planets won't they and on that kind of exploration mm-hmm. and be like oh this is that and i can imagine this being this and i'm just not creative enough <laughs> i just <laughs> There's such a so, pain in the ass to play when it releases one. You had like no inventory space and you had to like land on a planet to get more of an item so that you could leave the planet to go to another planet to do it again. And I was like, this is fucking pointless. <laughs> um, jumping back to Jet the Far Shore instead of No Man's Sky for a second. Um, I, I did like this. So I'm getting the vibes that no one else liked it. But... Um, so it did look like two games. I totally agree with Kat. There was two vibes there completely. Uh, one vibe was cool-looking space haven-y thing that, you know, you drive your, your speeder or your, your your ship around. Very beautiful-looking um, planets. That I was down for. All of that looks wonderful. Then the weird, mean-looking Lego people arrived, and I was like, what? What are these guys got to do with any of that? So the people style that Matt uh, that Miles was talking about that is ugly. It's not even like a style that it's just like polygon covered ugliness um, with weird little Lego men. So I, I wasn't down for that, but I am down for what they're trying to do with that bit. So you know you you're supposed to be able to you know fly in and and stop and do your No Man's Sky stuff like you guys are talking about. And, you know, you can see what the planet's like. There seems to be an interesting story there, possibly something. It looks a bit alien-like, you know, like a single crew, maybe a horror-esque story in there somewhere, because they all look very suspicious of each other. But that may have been just because they all had their eyebrows turned right down into the center of their noses, because that was the style of their faces. Um, But, yeah. There was a there was a little uh, line that the narrator said as well, which I always like in video games, which is something along the lines of um, "no, do no harm, like first contact." So you'd go onto these planets, and they would try not to be part of, you know, anything that harmed the planet. They would not hurt any of the wildlife. They wouldn't, you know, that they wouldn't make any carbon footprint. You know, they wouldn't do anything that would um, that would disturb it. And I like that idea. I like the idea of going and being an explorer like that. And not going and farming every single animal that you can find um you know just kind of observing them and and then maybe there's an interesting story if there's no story to it i'm going to get bored of this just the same as anything else but it's uh yeah i'm more intrigued maybe than the rest of the pod you should play fortnite there's a good story in that yeah i hear it's 100 people versus 100 people and then there's there's one person yeah and then they win. Yep. And they go, yay, yay, I win. And then I do it all again. Story, yeah. not a story. That's my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you win, though, it's such a treat. Uh, I'm sure right it's then. good when you win. <laughs> oh, great. Love it. I can't take that away from you. <laughs> uh, right. I'm going to sit with you, Tobis, for Demon Slayer, the Hinokami Chronicles, due in October of this year. Um, look like a Toby joint. What do you reckon? Oh, uh, just because Toby has played a few anime games. Um, yeah. No. I'm afraid not. This uh, I tried this series on Netflix. It is the biggest, most money-making anime series going at the moment, Demon Slayer. Um, the film that's recently come out in Japan has made more money than any other anime movie has ever made. And I'm just like, what? Not even a, not even Akira? Like, ridiculous. Um, so I tried watching it, and it was crap. Um, really, really just bargain basement bleach 
crap. Um, the guy does that, or really annoying thing that the anime does these days, which is that it just spends the entire time self-monologuing, and it just drives me completely insane. Um, and he started doing that on this trailer. So um, this looks like a really, really basic Dragon Ball style, you know, like that recent Dragon Ball game, um, sort of, you know, just combat simulator sort of thing with, with um, you know, tie, a tie into a particular anime series. There doesn't look anything special about it whatsoever. Um, and it looks rubbish. Yeah, really rubbish. Damn. All right. And I wouldn't recommend the anime series. <laughs> Step up, Sega. God I, I gave up after three episodes. I oh, okay. said, nah. Uh Kat, what did you make of Demon Slayer? Um, I've put, I felt a bit high watching this, but it's smooth. <laughs> that's, that's as far as I Were got. you taking anything at the time? <laughs> no, I am completely anti-drugs apart from <laughs> caffeine and alcohol. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not for me. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to say on it. It's short and sweet. Fine if people love that kind of game. Uh, people love anime. If people love the series, they'll probably love the game. Uh, people don't like the series, like you, Toby. <coughs> excuse me, they probably won't love the game. Yeah, it's just not one that's on my radar. We're not the only ones who don't think it looks that great. There is a lot online of um, the Demon Slayer trailer was bigged up a lot, and it's nowhere near as exciting as everyone had hoped it was going to be. Oh, uh, Miles. Can you save Demon Slayer? No. <laughs> um, don't really care for the anime. The only anime I've ever really been interested in is Berserk and obviously the manga and the anime for that. And so I've no idea about the background or the story or the lore. The gameplay, like Kat said, looks really smooth and kind of buttery, but it just didn't look good. I was just sort of like, cool, this is an anime game. I'm not going to play it. I'm just going to move on. I kind of zoned out, to be honest, after a bit of it. It just seemed very... It's quite interesting what you said, Toby, about it just being like really kind of like the character just monologues everything. So as I was watching, I was like, this just looks like another pretty standard anime trope cliche type thing. So yeah, I kind of moved on from it pretty swiftly. There it is. Uh, yeah. And then we got a news at Lost Judgment, which is due September 24th of 2021. Um, I haven't played Judgment, but I did not know that there was such a variety of things that your character can get involved in, whether it be dancing or skateboarding or walking a dog, or using that dog to bite people. Um, looks like a bit of an entertaining time. Very kind of Shenmue, Yakuza, Shenmue-esque kind of thing. Uh, Mars, what did you make of the footage for Lost Judgment? I think it looks pretty cool, actually. I've, um, I bought Judgment quite a long time ago now. I've downloaded it twice. I haven't actually played it, which has kind of annoyed me. Um, but it's, I think, is it made by the same developers as Yakuza? Because they are very, very similar type Types. games. Yeah, I was going to say, because they are identical. I've played a couple of the Yakuza games, and it literally fits in. If, Even if like they, the if they weren't by running. If they weren't by the same developer, there would be a lawsuit going on right now. <laughs> Probably like infringement to <laughs> the highest level. Yeah, um, you are being sued, my friend. <laughs> um, but I quite like some of the elements they showed off. You know, there's obviously a lot of different gameplay um, things in there, like Yakuza games always have, of like loads of mini games, and the dog looks awesome. Like you can set your dog on people. What's not to love? Um, the first judgment apparently has quite a good story. Yakuza has always been known for its kind of storytelling and very kind of in-depth and kind of complex like stuff that they do as part of their stories. Um, and apparently judgment's no different. So I think if this one's coming out relatively soon, I probably will hop into the first one and play that just so I can then go into this one because it does look good. And I like in that initial opening of the cutscene, like the facial animation just looks brilliant. Like they've that engine is really, really good. 
Um, so yeah, it's a game I'm actually really excited for. And I think I will definitely be playing the first one in anticipation for this one coming out. Cool. Yeah, I think I will too. Uh, Toby, what did you make of Lost Judgment? Uh, so I thought the first trailer of this looked really good. Um, it looked it was a very serious Yakuza-style storyline um, based in a courtroom. That that was something I thought, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm interested. Um, I thought this one looks a bit more serious than the average Yakuza game. Hopefully it's a slightly different part of the development team and they've you know, made something that's not quite so ridiculous. And then as the trailers have gone on, the it's revealed itself to be a Yakuza game through and through, and I get more and more turned off by it. Um, every time I see, you know, karaoke and really ridiculous fighting and, uh, you know, throwing a dog at people, then I get more and more turned off. And I'm like, no. So I, I got to the point where, because I thought it looked good on the on a trailer a few months back, I downloaded Yakuza 1 or, or the Zero remake on Xbox Game Pass and had to go with that. And I couldn't get along with it for more than two hours um, because it is pretty ridiculous. Um, if you like it, you like it. And it's just it's just not me. It's a very Marmite series. Um, but this is just more of the same. It's not something I don't think that is going to convince people who aren't already on board. Hmm, interesting. Fair enough. And Kat, Lost Judgment. Yeah. Um, I've not played the first one. I, I'm i not going to lie. I've heard of Yakuza. I've not played Yakuza. I haven't played the first one. Um, like Toby was saying, I was really interested in the first kind of part of the trailer. Um, that kind of courtroom vibe, that kind of look, what looks like kind of a choice based, kind of very like detective-y kind of stuff. I was really on board with that. That very much gave me LA Noir vibes. I was like, yeah, that looks real similar. Nice. That looks cool. And then he went on a dance machine and then he walked his dog and I was like, what is going on here? Um, I mean, it does look cool. Um, it was really random. It got really serious and then got a little bit wacky. I'm intrigued. So, yeah, I might give it a pop. I might look more, kind of seek more information. It's not something I would buy probably day one, but I think if it went on day one, day, I'd probably be like, yeah, that's that weird L.A. Noir vibes, but can go on a dance machine game. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll do it. I'll give it give it a go. It seems mm. all right. I'm pretty sure the whole storyline's just like a front, just so that they can make a karaoke game. To be honest, they call it a mini game, but it's not. It's the whole reason to buy it. It's the not. Game. It's literally the reason they sat in the boardroom and been like, right, we need a karaoke game, but how do we make it look like it's not a karaoke game? It is a very good mini game, I will say. From the Yakuza series, it is good. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll. Um, I think I will dabble. I need to play Judgment first. I wasn't a huge fan of the Yakuza games. Uh, but yeah, Judgment looked like a bit of a different beast. So I believe it's on one of the services, Game Pass or PlayStation now. I don't know, one of them. Uh, so yeah, might have a look. Um, and then we got our first proper look at the Death Stranding Director's Cut, also coming out on September 24th of this year. Uh, I'm going to throw this one to Miles. What did you make of uh, your boy's new content? This was actually one of the surprising ones for me. I really thought this Director's Cut was going to be basically like content that kojima like was forced to take out like a few cutscenes, and he was just being really egotistical and being like fine i'll release my own version of it and i'm going to put all my cutscenes back in again that you didn't want in there um but i was quite surprised at how much work they have put into it 
but I still don't think a lot of that work's going to make too much of a difference to the game if you didn't particularly like it or weren't interested anyway. The combat mechanics were probably the worst part of Death Stranding by far, and I think even the improvements that have been suggested in the trailer are not going to fundamentally make it a better combat system. But there are some nice little things they've added, I guess. Um, the racing thing looks like they just added like a racing track to the map where you can go and compete against other people, I think. But the driving mechanics were not good. <laughs> it was literally a functional purpose of moving cargo from one place to another. However, the cargo catapult, that is very tempting to send me back into the game just so I can use it and fire my cargo across the map just as an FU to how annoying it was to get things across the map. Not annoying, that's <laughs> the wrong word, but that part was cool. But the fact that they've added some new story missions, there's clearly some very different content in there, which has me interested because I did actually really like Death Stranding's story. And I think Kojima wouldn't bother putting in more bits unless it was quite fleshed out. And that does have me quite tempted to go back in. And I didn't expect this director's cut to have that much new stuff in it. So depending on how much of that there is will be the deciding factor in whether I jump in or whether I just watch, you know, if it's only a couple of new missions and a couple of cutscenes, I'll probably just watch it online. But if there's a, more than a handful, I'll probably be tempted to hop back in and go see it for myself because some of those bits that they showed off did look very different to what we've seen before um so yeah i was pleasantly surprised by this i thought it was gonna be a bit of a cheap cash grab to charge people for an upgrade to ps5 but yeah it came it came out with it with my hopes a bit higher than i expected it to awesome that's yeah, that's, that's uh good to hear we discussed when it was announced of a director's cut that what the hell is a hideo kojima director's cut um, because the game that Death Stranding seemed like a, a very complete Kojima experience. Um, is this what you were expecting? No, probably not. Um, I think similarly to how Miles was saying that you kind of assume that's going to be, you know, Hideo Kojima going a little bit even crazier, like, oh, I could just do anything with my cutscenes. I could make the entire game a film um, and just, you know, fuck it. But it's... I'm just the, what what I got from this was maybe different to what Miles has said that this looked like a big sort of and slightly strange DLC pack, um, like lots of ways to throw your cargo or move your cargo around. Which, if you haven't played it, means very little. I appreciate you have to go from A to B with cargo a lot of the time, but you know, unless you know all of that stuff and the intricacies of it, if you haven't played it. Um, having a cargo launcher doesn't mean a lot. Um, the racing part looked like crap. Um, so I agree. I can see where Miles is going with that. It wasn't even, it, was it even called something like fragile racing? Like oh, you've got to do it ridiculously yeah. slowly or something? Oh, I don't I fucking don't. know. It just didn't I don't look. Like, so, honestly, the driving mechanics were shit. So I just was like, no. <laughs> This is this is a similar similar issue that I had with, with Lost Judgment. Is that there's a game in there, like a serious and interesting game in the courtroom. And then in Death Stranding, there is a serious and cool-looking storyline, right? And then there's all this weird, strange-ass shit that gets added on top, and it just makes me go, "What? What the fuck is all that?" Right? So I was doing the same thing in this. I'm like, you know, there's a racetrack bit, and then there's this, and then there's, you know, weird launches and things. And I'm like, "Yeah, but the the story is what's important, surely, in in a Hideo Kojima game." Um, in a game that we already know is, is very Marmite again with its gameplay. So, yeah. That said, 
I've been waiting to play it. And if there's now going to be a director's cut, then I might as well wait a little bit longer until September 24th and play the whole thing in one go. Probably just avoid the racing that looks like absolute crap. Um, and um, and just play it all in one go, you know, now. But the, the trouble is my, my brain's saying do that. And my gut is saying this really fucks me off because all these games you know you get a game of the year edition and it's got all the stuff in it and you could have and you bought it already and then you're like well now i need to buy it again with all this game of the year shit on it and then they're doing it with director's cuts you know like we just we talked about the ghost of tsushima one earlier this week the it's it's becoming the in thing to have you know so you know re-release your game with some enhancements some ps5 stuff some this some that final fantasy you know the new final fantasy integrate etc director's cuts of of death stranding i'm like yeah, I just every game I've got to buy twice now, like let alone once. It's 70 quid the first time around. It's going to be 70 odd quid the second time around with some extra little bits of nothing in it. You know, it's starting to really grate on me this whole in- industry practice that's happening over the last few years. And of course, there's every chance it might come to Game Pass at some point as well. There is. And then I could get it for free. So, yeah, yeah I'm I'm really not. I'm really not going day one, um, not by a long shot. I mean, I've managed to go a whole year <laughs> without, yeah. or however long it's been, a year and a half without playing Death Stranding. Um, I will wait for it to go on PS Plus or, or Game Pass um, and then try it for a few hours and go, this walking simulator is jank. <laughs> it's jank. <laughs> and, jank. Then, and then I'll do what I said I would do on the other podcast, which was uh, watch it on YouTube. <laughs> or you could go, my God, why did I wait so long to play this? This is the yeah, thing. Yeah, I'll be completely converted, and I'm yeah. like, God, just like those Souls games. God damn it! I don't think there's any in between on this one. Um, Cap, you want to run out? What do you reckon to the new stuff coming to Death Stranding? Does it make you want to uh, explore that yeah, cargo walking world? <laughs> I mean, we spoke a lot about it on the last pod, didn't we? And me and Toby were kind of like, we haven't played it yet. It's definitely something we want to jump into, but it's not something we're like racing to go into. And actually, very similar to Miles, I really thought this was just going to be Kojima adding more film to his film. Um, I really just thought, you know, it'd be great for people who love the story and they can watch more of it. So fair play for them to actually add, you know, more mechanics and story missions. That's going to be, you know, a good hit for people. And yeah, it does feel a bit more DLC-like, doesn't it? Um, I do remember from, I'm not going to repeat what I said on the last pod, but I do remember... I remember when Death Stranding first came out and there were just like loads of YouTube videos of you like getting stuck in a rock, being Norman Reedus and just, you know, lagging out on, you know, falling down and being like all janky. And and so it looks a little bit smoother. There seems to be a little bit more kind of, I guess, I guess a bit more of an update to the build and it's going to feel probably a lot better. Um, I completely agree with Toby that it seems to be the new thing. Like, let's add you know, what is probably £10 worth of game and, and charge 50 quid for it and call it a director's cut. Um, and I don't mean that, like, disrespectfully, like, that that work is only worth £10, but I mean, like, just to buy a game, you know, once for £70 and again for £50, you're looking at, what, like, 130 quid, like, for a game that you've already played. That That's just silly. Um, and it probably will have a very similar, I guess, ladder scale to Ghost of Tsushima's DLC or... 0.5 of a game or whatever it is um where they say well if you already have the game then you can buy it for 30 pounds um and then it's a right kick in the face when it does come on game pass because then you're like well 
okay, well, I pay X amount for Game Pass. So actually, to be fair, as much as negative as I've been for the last 30 seconds, this really did intrigue me. Uh, this kind of made me want to play it more. It has been on my radar for a while. It's not something that I've wanted to absolutely jump into because I've seen the jankiness. I've seen the critique comments. Um, and it is something that I'll keep my eye on. Like Toby, I won't go in day one. Um, but, you know, might as well just play it all at once now um, and have the full picture. I'm not going to pay 50 quid for it, though. And maybe mm. one day I'll get it on Game Pass when I get an Xbox. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, fair play to them. Like, like Miles was saying, you know, I can't speak for how cool the additions are because I've not played the original. So I did ask Miles, you know, does that make the game easier or will that make the game smoother? And he and Miles kind of said like, that would be, that's so helpful. That catapult thing is so helpful to the game because it can be quite laborious. Just, just even though it is kind of a walking simulator that, you know, it's a 60 hour or whatever game. So, you know, walking around so that catapult might help things a little bit. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty impressed with the fact that it's a little bit more than a director's cut. It's like a director's cut DLC slash 0.5, but kind of echoing the comments from the very first part of the podcast, did they need this in the showcase? Because it's, you know, it's nothing new. Oh, it is new. It's new parts, but it's Death Stranding that's been out for 18 months. It's very much like kind of like a GTA 5 re-release, isn't it? Like, we know yeah. what Death Stranding is. Yeah, Norman Reedus is hot. Look at how sexy he is. Great, great, great. But cool. Like, it sh- I don't think it should have been a, a highlight or a show stop piece. And they kind of made it feel like that was it. That was like the the big kind of gaspy moment as it were all going to go away and be like, oh my God, thank you so much, PlayStation. Oh my God. And really we're going to be like, yeah, that's cool. But it's Death Stranding and everyone's played it. So yes, yeah. it's intrigued me. Yes, I'll jump into it. I'm not going to buy it day one. Cool, fair enough. Um, it's $44.99 on PSN. Um, if you already own a PS4 version of Death Stranding, you can get the PS5 Death Stranding Director's Cut Digital Deluxe Edition for a discounted price, they don't say how much, and you don't. You do Forty-one not need, pounds. <laughs> you do not need to purchase this product. Owners of a PS4 disc copy must insert it into the PS5 every time they want to download or play the PS5 digital version. PS4 game disc owners who buy the PS5 digital edition disc-free console will not be able to get the PS5 version for the discounted price. Wowzers! Hell, man. Wow, Come on. that's what I mean. It just gets silly, and then this is going to be every good, like big game ever. And what they're going to do? Announce a Horizon director's cut? Like it's getting silly. And then you get this whole like, well, if you have this and you have this, and then if you don't have that, then you can't have that. And if you do have this, and you've got to pay eighteen thousand uh, pounds. <laughs> that's my exaggeration. Was there it is. You knew one was coming. It's, it's pretty sketchy they haven't announced what the discounted price is going to be. That makes me yeah, think they're going to charge shady. quite a bit for it and they know people aren't going to be happy about yeah. it, which is why they're holding off. Because why, Yeah, why would you just announce one price but not the other? That's shady as hell. If, if it's anything above like 10 to 15 pounds, then there's just no way. I don't even think 10 to 15 pounds is actually worth what they're adding because a lot of it's kind of very minor changes to mechanics that already exist and i just depending on how much story content and cutscene stuff there is i think that's what's going to make or break it but i think from that i just get the impression they're probably going to charge quite a bit for it and i just can't see myself being willing to pay for it i mean if you get a ps if you have if you own the, the disc of the ps4 version and you have a digital ps5 you can't get the upgrade as a discounted price, which is fair enough because you can't prove that you own the original version. But if you own a digital copy of the PS4 version, can you then get a digital edition 
discount for the PS5 version. Wait, so because I have it on disc, I don't get the discount? No, do you have, so you, do you have a digital you PS5? Uh, the no, disc oh yeah, no, I've got disc yeah. PS5. Yeah, okay. okay yeah, yeah. Cool. So yeah, you'll get that discount in the price, whatever it may be. Okay. So if the if the brand new version of this is what, 50 quid, you're saying? Yeah, 45. 45, yeah. So Death Stranding physical, even you know, you, you can get one now for 15 quid. So if the PS5 upgrade bit is anything less than 25 quid, uh there's pretty easy ways to get it cheaper than that. <laughs> Yeah, so stupid. Oh god. So there we go. That's Death Stranding <laughs> coming out September twenty fourth on PS five, uh, and then we finished off as PlayStation said we would with a extended look at Death Loop, which is a video game that I do not need to see more of. But then they played it, and I was like, "Well, shit, this looks awesome. I cannot wait for this game." Cat, uh, what did you make of the Death Loop footage? I mean. It looks great if you love fast person shooters. I do not, but I can appreciate how this looks freaking awesome. I love the idea of it. Um, to me, it would be very extremely annoying to start again if I died of all the way hours before, you know. It's really great that they have different save mechanics, you know, like if you, you can you can die twice and rewind it twice, but then you start all over again because that would probably help, you know, different save mechanics, all that jazz. And, you know, from absorbing your own body and all that stuff, it's going to feel wicked it's i mean it sounds like they're really utilizing the haptic controls on the ps5 um so that's probably gonna feel pretty great um yeah but me playing it personally i probably want to chuck myself out a window but i would happily watch someone else play this because actually i'm really interested in the story and I'm really interested in actually what it would play like and what it would do. I just know that I would be shit at it because it's a first person shooter and I'm just not good at them. I just suck at them. Um, I, yeah, um, you might as well just give me a bubble gun. Um, what are you talking about? You're playing through control right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I would love to sit down and watch someone play this or, play, you know, watch a playthrough online, YouTube stream, whatever. And I would happily, happily be quite content and quite excited. So I am excited for the game. And that's really intriguing because I'm not normally about excited about a game that I'm not going to play. That's very rare. Interesting. So, so you're excited yeah. to watch the game? Yeah, I'm excited to watch the game and watch how it kind of plays out. I'm excited about that. I was really into the trailer. I was like, wow, oh, this looks banging. If only I was good at this kind of game, it would be absolutely up my street. So I, I'd love to watch someone play it. I'd watch it online. And that really excites me. It really intrigues me. It really interests me how it's going to work out, how it plays out. I really liked the gameplay that they showed. Um, I just won't buy it, but I'm definitely going to stick around and see what it's about. Intriguing. What an interesting take. That's great. Not going to play it. We'll watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the script was really funny as well. Like, I really enjoyed that bit as well. Like, yeah. they just had lots of different funny stuff. But yeah, that's that's my hot take. Uh, won't play it, but we'll watch. We'll we'll be part of the fandom, but in a very different way. Like, I will be, <laughs> I will be outside in the rain, but I will yeah, be yeah. there. I'll be at a concert, but just outside in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to it on your phone. Yeah, <laughs> watching it, but just, you know, <laughs> from afar. Fair. Uh, Toby, what did you make of the Deathly footage? Uh, I what I'm seeing there is is very arcane and very cool. There is some some seriously interesting stuff happening in the game, but I keep finding from the trailers that I'm just like, 
I just want to get my hands on it and test this out, play it a little bit slower than like everything on every trailer is so hyper manic. Like you're shooting and you're shooting and you're jumping here and you're shooting again. And I'm just like, I can't even tell half the time what's going on. I feel like I'm getting old. Um, like I won't be able to keep up with the game. Um, but if I was able to play it a little bit more like I played Dishonored, like a little bit more stealthy and just a little bit more considered, um, you know, I still make a, you know, split second decisions when something comes at you, but it, it just, I don't think that hyper sort of, you know, I'm going to run into the middle of a room and start firing my gun every single which way possible. Um, that's not how I play any games. So that part of it, the trailers are not doing it for me. Um, but at the same time, there are things in there that are really, really cool and I really want to play. So um, like uh, Kat says, there's some, there's some, uh, abilities like uh, being able to die twice doing a bit of prince of persia rewinding and um, there's some very very fantastic looking weaponry that was on show although they didn't talk about it much you could see clearly that he was like you know dropping um sticky grenades on the floor and then hitting people with other stuff that then exploded later and there were time-based weapons there was um some a very very cool looking grenade launcher um, there's a there's a pistol with blam written across the side of it, which I thought was cool. You know, there's lots and lots of um, that kind of stuff. I want to know more about the the sort of other side of the story because we keep seeing stuff about is it Cole or Colt? Um, his side of the story seems to be quite fleshed out in these trailers, but there's a girl on the other side who is hunting him down. Do you get to play as her? Are other players playing as her? Is there an entire mode based on you playing as her the whole time and you're hunting down other players? I want to know what that bit's about. Um, there was a hint at a story there, but obviously there's going to be a big story, and that's what I quite like in arcane games as well. There's very options-based storylines a lot of the time. This will be like hyper options because there's going to be all this time travel stuff. Um, but she seemed to say something like, it's some tiny little clue at the end that they knew each other. She wasn't just hunting him down. They'd had a relationship or something had gone wrong. Maybe the point when they both got locked in a time loop um you know there, there was a clue there i swear um same as cat i really enjoyed the conversations this sounds like a really really interesting and well put together script um yeah that's probably my thoughts on it it's one where i'm again not not right there on day one because i just want to see what the results are you know what what comes in with it but at the same time i'm like i've got I, you know even if i've gone into them slightly late i've enjoyed both Dishonoreds, um, you know, and, and previous Arcane stuff as well. You know, why wouldn't I enjoy this? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it does look very Arcane. I love the, there's obvious Dishonored powers in there. Yeah. Like the teleportation and things like that. Um, yeah. Or the Kinesis. It looks really cool in that regard. Uh, Miles, were you happy to see some more Deathloop? I was. I am absolutely down for this game and I will most likely be getting this day one. Um, I think I've spoken on a previous pod that I absolutely adore Arcane. I think all the games they make are absolutely are just such high quality and this doesn't look any different whatsoever. Um, I've played all the Dishonoreds and a bit like you, Toby, I tend to play more stealthily, but I've played through each of the Dishonoreds kind of playing it how I would normally play. And then I've also done so many other playthroughs where I've just gone absolutely wild with all the abilities and the combat. And it's just so much fun. And this looks like it emphasizes that style of play more. And I think like Toby, I would have liked to have seen at least one of these trailers emphasize the options that you have to tackle objectives as you do in any other arcane game. And even like Prey, where 
there were just so many paths you could take to complete any particular room or objective or it was just there's so much scope for kind of customizing the game to how you want to play it and i think these trailers haven't really done that justice like toby said they've really focused on you know the hypermanic kind of chaotic charge in use all your weapons blow everybody up shoot everybody in the head and that's actually not how a lot of people tend to play arcane's games um for a lot of playthroughs anyway but there's just so much there that i love the look of i just like toby i thought some of the weaponry design was amazing there's that bit where just after he's taken out the target he was using this rifle and it you could see as he was reloading it like the parts kind of came out of the weapon and then they kind of come back into the weapon um the designs and the aesthetic just look absolutely amazing and i think there's going to be quite a lot of diversity depending on what target you're hunting and there's so much like environmental storytelling that arcane do with a lot of their games where they don't put the story up front you have to do it through listening to dialogue or taking your time or reading notes or finding bits of lore within the world and that then directs you towards your options that you have to take down your targets or objectives and i really like that they're keeping the idea that you don't just have to run up and shoot your target in the head you can find like alternative ways of taking them out like in this case the guy was uh, i think it was the guy was up on the stage and they, they used the kind of the drop floor whatever it was to drop them into i think it was a grinder i think they said it was um and i love that they've kept that from the dishonored and prey games because i just think they're very good at creating that kind of oh you can just charge in and shoot them in the head or throw a grenade at them blow them to pieces if you want but you could also do this really clever way where if you pull it off you feel like a criminal mastermind and yeah i think um i think they said in the trailer toby i think it is that that lady is controlled by other players um so they can kind of invade your game world and they'll kind of hunt you down as you're hunting down your targets just to put more pressure on you yeah uh, i just wonder how it works yeah i think it'll probably be quite similar to like a souls invasion where they'll just kind of pop up in your world and then you'll they'll kind of hunt you down and you'll have like a standoff and whoever wins wins kind of thing um but yeah i like the idea of that but I'll probably want to turn it off after a few times of it happening. I tend to get a bit frustrated with from orchestrating this really cool, elaborate assassination. Some dickhead turns up and blows me up. Um, it just the game just looks awesome, and it's one of those games where I know already I'm going to buy it, and I know I'm going to love it, and know I'm going to really enjoy it. And so I was a bit like I didn't need to see it at this state of play because I knew already I loved this game, and so I would have much rather they'd shown off something that we hadn't seen, but. I was very happy with what we did get because I really do like mm -hmm. the look of it. I think it looks great. Yeah, I'm right there with you on day one on this. Anything Arcane releases, I'm all over. And this looks like Dishonored, but with a bit of a sense of humor. You know, yeah. this one thing about Dishonored is that it's so dreary mm -hmm. and it's really bleak. And this looks like Arcane going, you know what, let's have a bit of fun. Yeah. And that's exactly how it feels. It feels like a really, really good time. And yeah, I can't wait to see how it turns out. Oh, I don't yeah. need to see it again. I'm done now. <laughs> We've seen enough of the game. We get it now. It looks awesome. Yeah. We want to play it. Yeah. Okay. It's like, just get it out now. There we go. Yeah. Thank you very definitely. much. Um, save uh, your state of play. But, for... but we'd like to see some stealth gameplay. That too. Yeah. Yeah. They can do one more <laughs> Which just contradicts everything you just there. said. <laughs> stealth deep dive, but then that's it. Thank you very much. Maybe keep it out of a state of play. Maybe just, you know, just do it on your, just let Arcane do it themselves. Yeah, just release yeah. a trailer like every other game. There is still, as Toby said, there's still so many games that we don't know about. And it's looking a little worrying at the moment. There is still no first party, major first party stuff at the end of the year. Um, I'm not counting Death Stranding because that's already been out for a year. 
And it's um, it's a little worrying. Until Sony dropped the bomb that Forbidden West is going to be either Christmas or early 2021, then, you know, I'm going to be on tenderhooks because I don't know what Sony have got in their bag. And that's really worrying. I'm going to be really annoyed if they don't announce one way or the other soon because I think that it's all well and good to be like, oh, what are we going to do? Oh, we don't know. It's definitely going to be this year because we've announced a million times that... There we go again, a million times. Um, but it's, you know, it's not delayed and we're still on track, but we can't give you a definite date. It's July and there are games being announced for, you know, September, October, November. And I feel like they just need to just have a little bit of respect and just be like, hey, you know what? Our bad. It, you know, shit happened last year. The whole world shut down. That's okay. You know, we're all human it's not going to be out until next year and just have done with it because I think that the more that they try and delay it and the more that they try and say, well, we can't give a date, but it's still on track. The more annoyed people are going to be if they get to December or November or October and they say, oh, do you know what guys may next year that that's going to really annoy people. It's going to really mm. annoy me. Um, I would rather then just come out with it, you know, just like God of War to be like, hey, we actually prioritized the mental health of our workers and therefore God of War isn't going to be out this year. It's going to be out next year. And you know what? No beef of that whatsoever. You were honest. You've, you know, laid down the lines, you know, and people don't want a cyberpunk when it comes to Horizon. Don't push out a shit game that's not ready to to satisfy the needs of x y and z because you know, there might be a few mad people but actually if you're upfront and honest and be like do you know what guys we really tried we really tried to make it this year it's just not happened and they say that within the next six weeks fine forgiven you know sad but a lot of respect for saying it yeah. but i think that at the beginning of the year we knew ratchet was going to be out when ratchet was going to be out we had the state of play it was going to be out two months later or a month later however long it was going to be after the state of play for Ratchet that was a finished solid game they can't even commit to a month <laughs> and so you know with Forbidden West and I just think guys just shut up and say 2022 it doesn't matter but just say it quickly because mm. you know the state of play are a lot of people disappointed because they didn't see the Forbidden West date even though they you know in air quotes managed expectations you didn't manage expectations you just denied you know just deniable you know denied plausibility whatever it's called deniable nope plausible deniability there we go that we got there that in the end Yay! we got that in the end didn't we i just i just mixed the two words but yeah so i hope they do release something soon um i feel like it's just a lot of like mm. and for what could be a lot of like oh it would be amazing if they turned around and was like, guys, we've got this. It's going to come out in November. But if they haven't, then just say. <laughs> just It's not that deep. It's not a bigger deal. Just just do it. Just say next yeah. year. I'm still holding hope. I'm still holding hope. I'm still holding hope. We don't know yet. And right. I'm, so, I'm still like, if they haven't told us yet, maybe they are trying to push a 2021 date. And maybe. And mm. I hope, you know, that is the case. And I hope that no news is good news. But I'd be even more annoyed if they released it and it's cyberpunk. And I, I don't think Gorilla would ever do that, but I don't believe they would because that state of play looked uh, in phenomenal. But that would really suck. I would rather wait. I think Toby said it a couple of pods ago. I would rather wait a couple of months just for it to be polished. Mm. And it's only would allow a game of that kind of stature and its repertoire to release in that kind of state. Like they don't really let their exclusive games come out if they're 
completely botched. Well, then um, they should Sony should just sort of suck it up and say 2022 because it's starting to piss people off now, Sony. They, they stopped Cyberpunk from even being on their stores, and that wasn't even their game. Yeah, they're quite so, big yeah. on the quality control. If you think of all their like top line exclusives, they never release with like massive problems. I don't think that's true. I think it just needs to be said one way or another. That way. Yeah, I, I agree with you completely. It just needs to be said. Yeah, manage expectations properly. Yeah, just yeah. It's, it. not, it's not a deep. Just say it or don't. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just not a deep, guys. Just say it's gonna be next year, and then we'll suck it up and get over it. But the more that you give out hope, it's just. It's just Are you listening, suck. Herman Holst? Yeah. We need a day. If you ain't got a day, I'm playing Halo all Christmas. All right. Deal with it. Yeah. It's okay if you're not going to be out by Christmas. Okay. That's fine. I know you're disappointed. I know you want to be the Christmas number one, but it's not okay. So I'll go over it. Yeah. Was there anything else that we were thinking should have been on this state of play and wasn't? Stray. Stray. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Um, More Kina. I know there's a reason for that, but I just want to see it again. It's really close to coming out, though, that one. Yeah. Next month. Very exciting. The one that you said at the beginning, Toby, what was it? A little inside? Ghost White. Uh, oh, uh, Little Devil Inside. Little Devil Inside, that's the one. Considering, I would like yeah, the release date is so it's soon. This month, apparently. Yeah, I yeah, would really like to see some weird. more of that. Uh, we haven't seen Ghost White Tokyo, or much of no, it, since, um, no. since Thingy. So, I don't Final, Fantasy, this, yeah. uh, Final Fantasy 16 was on the, uh, the one last time. Mm. Alien, Fighting Elite. I want to see some of that. That's uh, that's disappeared off the face of the earth again. Is there meant to be a DC event soon where we might see um, Gotham Knights and oh yeah, there might be another fandom squad. this year. Yeah, yeah, another fandom. So we probably wouldn't have seen those anyway. Yeah, I mean that's where that's where Gotham Knights and uh, Suicide Squad was announced last year, wasn't it? Mm. And the DC thing. They were cool. Um, it didn't get a Far Cry Six trailer. I got used to seeing those every single time. I was <laughs> At every single event ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, no Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, no Battlefield. I mean, th- this is stuff that was high on E3, but... There was no Blue Point yeah. announcement either, which... Oh, there was yeah. no Metal Gear yeah. Solid announcement. I was wondering about oh, the Blue Point. I'm trying to just not think about it because it makes me sad because I desperately <laughs> want the Metal Gear remake to be a thing. And if it's not, I will just die a little bit inside because I desperately want it. I think it's going to be a while. I think... Demon Souls is still too close, and there was yeah. at least two years between Colossus and Demon Souls being announced. Yeah, so 2024 think... when GTA 6 is announced, you'll get your Metal Gear Solid remake. <laughs> I just want to know they're doing it. As long as they're just doing it, then I don't care how long it takes. I just want to know. You're not allowed to know yet. I just want to know. That's all. Um, I was going to say a Plague Tale Requiem, but it would appear yeah. that that's. It seems like it's under Xbox's marketing, so I'm assuming. It's still coming out on PlayStation. I mean, Innocence is literally it is, on yeah, PS it is, Plus yeah. right now. It is, but Xbox might be handling the um, the rollout of the trailers and stuff, yeah. um, as they do. So, you know, there's still a hell of a lot. Uh, Godfall. <laughs> Good Lord. What? No, that's out. <laughs> Godfall's coming out on PS4 soon. Oh, yeah. Wild. I was waiting for a few things. Uh, chorus, although, again, that's a bit Xbox... It possibly was only Xbox so far doing all the trailers, um, but it was announced for PS5 as well. Uh, that Unknown Nine Awakening, um, Jet. Oh, sorry, no, we had, we got Jet, didn't we? Uh, Open Roads and Season didn't get any sort of look in on those again. Mm. Um, there's a whole bunch. Grand Turismo Seven. I was just Grand thinking, Turismo Seven, yeah, Grand, Grand Turismo, because there's nothing on that, and it's usually a staple of like. A yeah, totally. Uh, totally. Project Project Athia. I guess that's a. 
could be a square. Uh, Force spoken Forspo- Forspo- nowadays. Oh, that's right. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two. <laughs> that <laughs> game is never Ubisoft coming out. Thing. <laughs> it is never coming out. That game ever. <laughs> Oh, don't don't go, don't bring that negativity, man. I'm sorry, Toby. That game is never coming out. That's my new like because <laughs> Biomutant was so disappointing. Um, Beyond Good and Evil Two is now my. That's that's how you live as an anthro game. That is it now. <laughs> what about Beyond Good and Evil? What about Fist? Yeah, that's that's how you do a Metro Metroidvania with anthros, but it's not mm. it's not it's not a big you know open world life game. It's on PSN right now for twenty two forty nine. Fist. Yeah. Oh shit. What? It's meant to come out on September seventh. Yeah, you can pre-order it. It's in the PSN oh, pre-order. Right. I thought okay. you meant it was literally out right now. I was like, oh, no, guys, come on. on, come on now. I was like, what? We all saw the date. <laughs> but yeah, you yeah, can pre-order. The way you it, said so. it, man. That's the way oh, it's my fault, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. Twenty-two forty-nine uh, with a PS Plus discount right now. Callisto Protocol. I was waiting for things on that. Hmm. Uh, is Redfall. Does that mean Redfall is Xbox only? It's not like Xbox it. only, I don't think. But uh, yeah. as far as I'm aware, it's not. No, it must be now. Is Arcane Arcane's now on the Xbox? Yeah, they're now under Xbox. But yeah, so that's why Def because Deathloop's under the previous agreements. Oh, that's you're right. Maybe Redfall isn't exclusive. So, so, so Redfall must be an exclusive. Yeah, Damn. I'm guessing it's just too early in development for them to have decided because they're probably still finishing Deathloop before they move on to it properly. Okay, well, um, any final thoughts on that one? We just wanted more, didn't we? I think I wanted more new things. Yeah, there was just yeah. updates on you know a dozen things and like two new announcements, and that's it. Yeah, you what know, like the, up, you know, like the um, the saying could have been an email. Mm-hmm. <laughs> could have been an email that you know <laughs> could have Absolutely. been a newsletter or a t- yeah. we had a we had a meeting with a couple of thousand thousand million people and yeah. instead we could have had an email yeah yeah we could have had you know a thread on twitter you know fine yeah, yeah. playstation blog effectively <laughs> yeah they could have just literally dropped the trailers on a web page and been done with it like, yeah there's no need <laughs> no need sony absolutely no, no need. need fuck your game up show us something we actually want to see yeah, I don't you've know. got to do better than that. Their state of plays have never been killer. Um, it's their, <laughs> it's their, it's their solo ones that are good. Yeah, like their horizons yeah. and their ratchets. Yeah. And I stuff. think as well, like you had like what three, four weeks after CNE three as well. Like you've literally got a cheat sheet. You got a cheat sheet of the stuff you have to beat. Or the yeah. stuff you have to kind of come mm-hmm. up against. So, like, you don't even get the excuse of, like, oh, we had no idea that Microsoft were going to bring that out because we were on the same time. No, you <laughs> had, like, a month, right? <laughs> you, you literally, like, got the answers to the exam. You studied and still chose to still fail. Yeah, yeah, you still chose to fail, even though the answers were given to you. <laughs> so I think that that just... I think that adds to the disappointment as well, like, kind of what I was saying at the beginning, like don't say that you're not part of e3 and it's not part of your vision when that's exactly what you're doing um and you saw what microsoft brought and you saw what all the indie games brought and you saw what bethesda brought and you still chose to just give us a shitty email (laughs) (laughs) well there you go ladies and gentlemen that is um our thoughts on the playstation state of play uh for july join us next week where we go back to our original typical Finger Guns podcast every Tuesday morning. 
and we'll talk about everything we've seen this week, including, of course, the Switch announcements, um, Assassin's Creed Infinity, and things like that. We'll probably get into that as well this weekend, so don't miss it. But until then, it is goodbye from Toby Anderson. Sayonara. Goodbye from Miles Thompson. See you later. And goodbye from Only Cats. Goodbye. My name is Roscoe. We'll see you next time on the Finger Guns Podcast. <laughs>